it's uh how we seize it right episode 20 what did i say 24 24 24 you said 24 but you were about to just say 23 i was about to say 23 <laughs> but no we already did 23 hopefully you heard that one we're going to cover uh orville episode or season two episode four or five and six right um and i didn't introduce our ourselves so this time i'm going to introduce my main man steve first yeah so do i get to i'm say introducing hi? you get to say hi i get I'm to say hi and it's good because i'm feeling pretty high you know it's good i've been drinking a little awesome. uh little wine there you go. And, uh, yeah, so Steve's Steve's like uh, my my number one on this. He's he's my second in command. <laughs> All right, and then I'm Noah. I'll be your your host for today. Be the captain. Uh, I'm the captain. Yep, sitting in the <laughs> captain's chair, which is good because we're talking about Orville, and they that's you know they sit you see them sitting in the captain's chair quite a bit. Absolutely. Good. All right, here we go. So we're going to start with the first episode, or not first episode, but episode four in season two, which was um, a pretty interesting uh, episode. Uh, it's called, no- the, the the title is Nothing Left on Earth Except Accepting Fishes, which when you look at the, the, the title, you're like, what in the fuck is he talking about? What does it even mean? Yeah. Um, and you get a little bit in the in the show about it. But it really doesn't make much sense to me. I don't know. Did you? Does it make sense to you? Oh, well. Ex, I'm assuming it's except for the fishes. I mean, accepting is a weird no, it, way of putting that. Ex, but it, it says except. I know. I know. I, but but it comes out of the uh, the king and I. You know, that's what uh, Yul Brenner's right. character says. Um. Well, and they, and they watch that during the show. They watch right. that scene. And uh, and I just think it's kind of I'm kind of it's kind of weird. It doesn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm not educated enough to understand it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you can <laughs> kind of to review come, that. They, well, well, they end up going on to the to the to the planet where there's no, not much going to, on on the planet. I'm not, wait, you're supposed to rebrute me not being intelligent enough to understand it. I, I'm rebruting it. I just believe. <laughs> um, a uh, little no, no. little bit of trivia, though. I, I'm sorry. Oh yes, Noah, I, I find you very intelligent. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, no, that's good. That's all right. All good. But a little bit of uh self trivia. I, uh, all right. cause, cause they have King and I and, and Yul Brenner. I was, when I was, when I was younger, my, my folks were really into, uh, into Broadway plays and they actually took me to go see, uh, the King and I on, uh, well in, in LA with Yul Brenner. So I got to see oh, uh, Yul Brenner perform, uh, the King and I on stage. I don't know. Nice. That's kind of cool. I, I, part of me thinks I've seen it. And then part of me doesn't, so it doesn't ring a bell. I mean, it does. I know the name, like the king. Of, oh, okay, yeah. Well, he he was so well known for it that he performed it yeah. throughout his his life. Well, I want to say I saw it. I saw it as stage. like a uh, you know uh, very amateur actors doing it or something like that. It was like you know in Sacramento, they had the the little uh, you know. Uh, it was um, it was a specific theater. It was a round theater. The stage was in the middle, and it was completely surrounded. Right, like a and black box grand- style theater. <clears throat> yeah, my grandma used to go all the time. Well, I mean, it was pretty big, but it was still you know amateur ish to a level. Was it but, all uh, indoor? I, yeah, it was indoor, okay. and it had a big circular stage in the middle and seats all the way around it. So, like you know the actors would come running down the aisles from all different directions and all kinds of cool stuff and it was neat and uh i think i saw it there with her um the only one i know for sure i saw 
I, I, I saw more than one or uh, one there. The only one I remember for sure was Annie. Okay. But yeah, I like it at, I think at the time I was maybe six or seven. So I, around six or seven years ago, I saw a play in Sacramento, but it was an outdoor theater and it was so much fun. And I remember we went for a walk afterwards with the, the kids were still, well, maybe it was longer than six or seven years ago because <laughs> they, they were, they were kind of young, but I remember there were some wild chickens running around like in, in the oh, trees and walking around. Is that a thing in Sacramento? Wild chickens? I was surprised. Uh, not where I was growing. Well, I okay. mean, you get, you get out in the country area and there was wild chickens, but not like just walking the streets. I don't think we were too far out of the country or anything. I think we were, we were maybe not in the in the in the heart of Sacramento, but in certainly in the outskirts. I don't remember seeing. I mean, I saw one or two chickens growing up, but not like random just in the neighborhood. All right, that's total but, I, total sidetrack. I, I, no, yeah, it was, <laughs> but that was it was worth it. That's okay. That's okay. kind of what we need to do every once in a while. Um, so this was a very interesting. Um, episode matter of fact uh when i was reading a lot of the reviews and stuff this was one of the first ones that had tons and tons of 10 out of 10s oh people okay really people really loved this episode i saw one or two that didn't care for it and mostly what they didn't care for seemed really kind of childish or maybe they rated it wrong because they it didn't seem to hold a lot of weight like one guy said there was plot holes but there's fucking always plot holes in everything you could, people can always find plot holes um, but most people really like this. And one of the cool parts about this was um, it kind of, it had a very serious tone to it in a way, more so than some of the others. Like it kind of got into, you know, some of the, the next generation, Deep Space Nine type shows where they, they, they were real serious. Now they still had their funny parts, but, you know, it had a kind of a somewhat serious you, you know i i get a sense of that overall with the orville they do have their funny parts but but i think they really try to take them some ser- themselves seriously which which i have a lot of respect for and why i right i enjoy it more than it, it's not just a bunch of uh slapstick it's it 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 has its humor but it takes itself right. really seriously with its with its uh ideas that it wants to explore so i don't think this one stands out uh differently that way i think this one so I mean, I think compared to the first three in this season, they weren't as deep. You know, I, I okay. trying to, but to me, I mean, this one and the next one definitely hit on. They get back to some some deep deep hitting stuff. Actually, even uh, well, we did yeah, just these... have uh, uh, what's her name uh, left on episode three. Uh, right, left uh, left the show, or or appears yeah. to have left the show because they've introduced someone new. Um, yeah, and this is the first. Uh, I believe it's the first episode with the new, uh, new officer. So that was a pretty heavy episode, though. That one where it was, it was. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I'm calling on it. I'm calling you on this. You are. You are. <laughs> and I, I'm. I'm. I'm going back, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. I. You know, when I think about it, yeah, I guess so. I, I think it was the first two, and then that one was serious, and then they kind of followed yeah. it up with these two that were serious, and then the sixth one that we're going to go over wasn't as serious. I don't believe kind of gets gets back to more of a not not as you know huge in the in the aspect of the space travel more in the personality personal relationships so. sure sure but yeah let's, let's talk some more about these fishes um <laughs> right so the beginning of this starts off you know the the bridge and and um <clears throat> they're they're uh they're just sitting there kind of normal day uh, what's the guy with the big uh, elephant trunk to his belly comes Kronk. in? He's all 
Kronk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He uh he comes in and he's like wearing some sweats and he's all sweaty and nasty. <laughs> and they're like, um, where's your uniform? And you know, and then that's what uh, Kelly's and Kelly says, you gotta yeah. go back and Right, Change. but then uh, the Mercer is like, uh, he's like, no, nah, he he's got the knife shift, he's good. And I'm like, mm, that wouldn't have floated. I I don't I don't buy that one. I, neither that's, did that's, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm, and so she's like, well, okay, what's? And then he even says, oh, cool, chill or something like that. And they're like, yeah, you're a little uh, little relax, relax there. And so it comes out and turns out that he's happy again because he's dating, right? He's dating the the negative. What was it? Black matter cartographer or whatever. Dark matter. Dark matter. That's what it was. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So Lieutenant was it Lieutenant Tyler. So she comes in and, and, you know, he gets the glow and stuff and, and stuff that was kind of cool. And then that's where they, we get the scene where they're in there in his quarters and they're watching the movies uh, and they're watching King and I, and then talking, I like the one she's like, uh, yeah, what was that one movie? uh, uh, What was it? The, had the 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 guy driving the taxi the taxi driver what was that called taxi driver yeah what was it called the taxi driver <laughs> i was like that's kind of funny the other cool one i thought is at the beginning of the movie like oh my favorite combination or something like that is like scotch and popcorn <laughs> i was like oh that's funny speaking of uh scotch and popcorn and your 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 hiccups uh right that, yeah that you're having trouble with what are you drinking <laughs> so uh i went out to my fridge my beer fridge to see what i have i got one of those it's a firestone uh, walker mind haze ipa oh so, nice that looks I, like I a twilight I, zone uh yeah uh, uh the, it's got the, it's, the graphics on on the can it very much it, it looks just like when the when the big ship landed kind of thing um this was at i think i talked about this before a little bit uh it was a four pack or not a four pack a 12 pack of four different beers and they were all kind of, they were all like hazy IPAs with a lot of citrus and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, perfect. I can try four different beers and, and you know, not have to buy four different 12 packs or four six packs. Um, this is probably my favorite out of the four. Uh, this is the last one of them. But yeah, it's it's really good. It's a, it's a nice, nice, light, hazy IPA. Um, real heavy on the citrus, a little bit, a uh, little bit of grapefruit kind of flavor to it. So yeah, I'm joining that one. What, nice. what, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a Chardonnay <clears throat> from uh, Claude de Bois, uh, which is a Sonoma Russian, uh, Russian River uh, winemaker. Uh, and this was just inspired because I just watched uh, episode six and 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 Claire and uh, oh, had the nice uh, dinner. Isaac well, well, no, her. she's well, she gets approached about uh, this is we haven't talked about this episode. Yet, oh, right, right. But, I don't uh, <laughs> uh, but it's but it's Claire and Claire and well. Claire it's, comes uh, to Kelly, Kelly and says, "Hey, can I have uh, can yeah. I have a, a moment to talk about uh, some relationship?" Because you drink during the day. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to says, yeah, yeah, but she ends up getting, you know, okay, two Chardonnays, please, you know, after yeah. she says she doesn't drink. Right, right. So that was a good. So when I was shopping today, I was actually at the store shopping today for a. I needed to get a uh, a gallon jug because I have this <laughs> one gallon uh, beer, beer that I've got uh, uh, fermenting in in my closet that I've got to transfer to a one gallon jug. So I found a, a gallon jug of, um, of grape juice. No. I, well, or, I started uh, in the juice section and everything's kind of this, uh, Oh, so did you get the wine? Plastic. You got a wine. I went over to, yeah. I'll, and I got some sangria. I got, I got a big oh. jug. Of sangria. It was either burgundy or sangria and, and burgundy. I don't know. It's, I thought that would just be bad. 
bad wine, but sangria is bad wine punch and that I can drink, you know? So, so I got that and I thought maybe I'll have that tonight, but I said, no, that doesn't, I can't really pair that with anything going on. In right. These episodes. That's funny. So I grabbed a Chardonnay just to, to toast That's to, awesome. to, uh, to Claire and, and Isaac. They, uh, you know, they have the apple juices in the one gallon, the glass one gallons. No, um, they didn't. I, well, I, they might not. I, that's, had, that's what I got. They had a half gallon. Uh, oh, really? Okay. The one gallon ones were plastic, and I didn't want a plastic oh. one. Yeah, Whole Foods Whole Foods has um, two different ones that come in those. See, I wasn't at Whole Foods. I was at Safeway. Yeah, well, that was your problem. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I, right. I did the same because I did the same thing searching for a one gallon because I wanted to get the, the apple juice or the apple cider in a one gallon glass, glass jug so I can ferment it in there and make cider not even have to transfer it out. So that's nice. going in my closet right now. Sweet. Too, so. Sweet. Well, I got, I got three days to, to drink one gallon of sangria. So I can, <laughs> I'm no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure you'll drink. make, I no, I think I'm going to put it in another, uh, another few containers or something. Maybe I'll bottle it. <laughs> nice. That's not that bad. You could drink that in one night or I mean, you could drink it in one night. You shouldn't, but I, right. And that's, that's where I'm going with. I could, but I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see where you get. All right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so the main the main gist of this this show is um, Mercer's really happy because he's dating and and he thought he he's thought he's found the one, and uh, they want to go on a little vacation, you know, a little little take a little leave and go go on a, a trip, you know, trip, and so uh, they do that and they're out on one of the the um, shuttles and they get uh, come across. Or, while they're out on the shuttles, they notice that they're three of the krill vessels are coming up fast, three of the fighters. So they cloak themselves and hide. They go by. I think they're safe. And all of a sudden they come back, you know, and then they, they figure out they're there and, and capture them, essentially. And so uh, then they get onto the ship. And the whole point is, it seems like they, they capture him and they want his command codes and they're they're torturing her to kind of get them. Right. And so he. uh he kind of relents and gives her gives him the codes, and then the next thing he knows, the the lady that he'd seen from season one, right, the curl lady that was the teacher, right, shows up and starts just you know talking to him, and and uh, it comes out he's like, I want to see you know I can't remember what her, Tyler Taylor, Janelle Tyler, was Lieutenant Janelle Tyler, and uh, they're like, well, you can't because she no longer exists, and you're like, what and She's like, that was me. I, you know, I faked my, I faked it. I had my body turned into a human and this and that. And so, right. So right. it turned, you know, it, right. it wasn't like she was like, just wearing a mask. She had to do some sort no. of. <laughs> so that's one of the plot holes someone pulled up is like, okay. She talks about how it's this, uh, very painful process to do and all that. And, you know, <laughs> does that. And then. She had escaped from, you know, there's all this stuff that she escaped, learned all the stuff, got this fake, you know, uh, uh, I can't even, record, right, in the in there to show that she was who she was, figured out how to get on a ship just so she could capture him. And it's like, they're all like, and that all happened in a year. You're like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> well, she yeah, held a grudge. She, she really was pissed off with him for... Uh... Well, I don't think it was the grudge that they were questioning. It was <laughs> like, okay, so you were able to hack into into their system and put this record for this person that had just yeah. escaped 
and, and then they're like, and you went through this painful process to become a human. It, whatever. it does seem a little far-fetched. I'll give him that. That That's yeah. true. And yet, and yet sometimes the less you know, the better, because, yeah. there, there, you know, it, there could be a deeper understanding if someone were to sit down and talk to you and say, well, this is why, this is how it all went down, but we're not going right. to get that insight. But, but I agree on the surface, it does seem a little, uh, a little far-fetched that they went yeah. to so much trouble to make one thing happen when really if, if they can go to that much trouble for something and what's the reward? Oh, they get a command code or I don't, or, or they well, get to embarrass. Uh, well, embarrass with the command codes, they could get a lot of stuff. So, okay. but it was like, if you already hacked in and were able to do all this, you probably could hack in and get all you want anyway. Yeah. It just, to I me, it was that. one of those ones is, is not knowing if you're going to have a season three or season four, this might've been a little rushed. Like this might've been a really cool episode season three or season four where it might have been a little bit more time you what, know. well you know i have to give it i have to give it some kudos some respect for the fact that that they introduced this character uh i think it was episode one of season two they introduced the character this uh you know oh uh, oh janelle, yeah uh, janelle the uh, dark matter so yeah no they that was great yeah they, and it was the same him. it was the same if, if anyone had watched that episode and they thought about it they would they could have looked in and seen that it was the same it was the same actor that played uh talea i think is her name back from episode yeah, one right. or uh, back from season one and they probably yeah. could have typed so some people did pick up on that did they okay. some people I, did i yeah. didn't but, i didn't uh, yeah i don't i'm not big on go even with this i don't go in and read deep into the characters unless there's a reason to yeah and so i didn't do that i mean i knew she was gonna have she was gonna play something into it i didn't know i actually thought when she got there they were going to kind of play up and have it become a sore point between Malloy and Mercer, you know, like uh, the the battle for the girl kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I, I found that with I found that with a lot of their episodes that a, a quarter or a third of the way through, I, I'm kind of rolling my eyes. It's like, oh, this is where they're going with it. And then they go somewhere else, even with like the, the episode six uh, with Isaac and uh, and Claire. Oh yeah, uh, I I thought it was going somewhere that I was like, Ugh, I roll, but it I, we haven't talked about that one, but it ends up getting more <laughs> interesting. I thought that one was more interesting. It than does I, than I thought it was going to be at the beginning. So okay, so, uh, so I think they played kind of they kind of had the long game here. It wasn't like right like like they just tried to throw it pack everything in one episode. They introduced the character a couple episodes ago. Well, uh, so and she's I have been, a feeling in yeah. I have a feeling she may come back. Absolutely. The way they left it a little open ended at the end when, you know, it gives her the copy of the best of Billy Joel. And, and you see that you see that she's, she's got a little bit of a, like, like, she's like, Oh, I hate you, but now. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and so what happens is these guys, the, so this is also where I had a problem with this one. And, and this is, this is kind of funny too, is they get, they end up on the ship and it like, they're not even there hardly at all. And all of a sudden they're getting attacked by another uh, species. And I don't even remember what the name of the species is. I got it written down. Choctaw, the Choctaw, Choctaw. the pig which, guys. Yeah. So, which she explains to him who they are. So like, they don't know who they are. Like, I was kind of like, they're just attacking you guys, but it, it and the union doesn't know who they are. Yeah, okay, they were, just, they were the bigger fish for the uh, for the yeah, like the, situation the, krill, they, 
Yeah. The krill is our is the big enemy, but yet the these guys come in and kick the krill's ass, yeah. like literally kick their ass. So when they're coming on the ship and they're firing on them, I'm like, did did the krill all get like ex stormtroopers? Because those motherfuckers can't hit <laughs> nothing. That's right. They're just that's funny. They're you mentioned stormtroopers because when I was thinking of uh, of this whole Choctaw thing, what was it in Phantom Menace when they're underwater and the the fish eats oh, you know bites the, them yeah and then and then the bigger fish yep. comes and grabs the little <laughs> fish there's always a bigger fish and they're able to get away um right so you brought a star wars reference i'm just gonna match it with well mine. yeah so that that's literally what it was is that the the krill couldn't hit in like not one of them got hit and they were dropping like star trek red shirts right, right. like <laughs> they like literally were falling like domino don't but don't and i'm like oh my god yeah. so the, to me, that was like if the if the krill were such badasses and these guys walked through them, like we either would be getting our asses kicked or we would know or something. Well, you know, so, you 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 say they they were dropping like Star Trek uh, red shirts. Maybe that was an homage to uh, Star Trek, <laughs> you know, which which this whole series is very much you know right. an homage. So they can get away with a little bit of that and still feel right. like they're they're in the spirit of the original. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, uh, you just said her name, Tala. Tala. Oh, uh, Talea. I have it written. Talea. Is it Talea? Is that is that right? I'll go with that. That sounds right. Yeah. I'm not gonna call her tilapia because I know that's wrong, but Talea <laughs> sounds right. I mean, they kind of look fishy, um, but uh, so they get on a um, escape pod and and escape and then kind of crash land onto a, a planet that's nearby. At the at the same time, their ship is blown up. Um. So they get down there and then it's kind of a scramble back and forth between who has the weapon and yeah, uh, then uh, scrambling from, and then the, the guys are chasing them on the ground. They end up hiding in a cave. Um, yeah. Just and she has of... the dilemma that she can't go out in the daytime because. Uh, right. Well, first they have a, a big, com they have a big conversation and you know, it's kind of like, you can tell she's like, ah, fuck, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And then all, and then like he's, he's going to sleep and she's like, turn over on your side. And like, what like you snore when you lay on your back and it's annoying but you're like people that hate people don't say that shit that's that's someone that cares you know it's kind of it, absolutely it, and it, which was a it nice touch that. it was a nice touch yeah yeah <laughs> and then so uh yeah then when they when they wake up he's out in the sun and she's like goes out and she can't go chase him because she blow up right because <laughs> they can't they can't get in the sun they're like vampires and so it, it gives that okay well now you have to trust me if we want to get out of here kind of thing Although, Which, you know, although it was kind of weird at the end when, when, when they finally had to go outside and it's like, well, put this on. And she just puts a little, little Oh, right. On. Yeah. Like, so like, what? Wait, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you do uh, that watching, in the beginning? Come on. Watching that with Alyssa. Uh, she called it out on that too. She's like, what? And then, yeah, she had, she had a couple issues with some things like that. She's like, okay, you just throw that little over you and that's good enough. Yeah. So yeah, there's some things like that. Uh, the other one that they called out is like, okay, so they get the, he gets up to the mountain gets the signal off right and then uh the orville's on their way and they pull in and they see the the blown up krill ship and then they're able to send a shuttle down where they end up fighting some of these these pig dudes right but where's the where's the ship that blew up the krill ship why does it attack the orville oh that's true yeah whatever it's like to, well maybe they just right. came and got what they wanted and they left well, but they were still on the ground because remember the shuttle oh. fires at them. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, there's there's some there's some holes in it, and and you know 
Uh, so I've seen all of season two and those those pig guys don't come back yet at all. So it's kind of it's kind of weird that they they throw in these guys, especially when we're going to talk about the next episode, which is a first contact episode where they get all excited about, oh, it's a new new race and stuff. But they they don't ever touch on this. And it's almost like she had to explain who they were. So that would have been new. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you're right. If if. It just, it just brings up my ideas up. I was like, well, why was it so big a deal in this one, but not in that? I, I don't know. It, maybe it was because they were so focused on the other stuff that it. Anyways. All right. So, yeah. Um, really good episode. Um, anyways. <laughs> it's, I, it's just funny. We, we ripped on it for a little bit. And then, and then you. you well, we are ripping on it. We, yeah. Well, we're ripping on little things. We're ripping yeah. on plot holes and. and You're right. Some. Some editing type, acting type things. Or not acting, but like, you know. Continuity errors and stuff. Yeah. But the episode itself was was pretty good. The story was good in the fact of what they were trying to say and how they said it. I think it, it was a good job. Um, it does also set up some other stuff. Because, I mean, at the end, they end up being, getting back on the Orville. And he releases her back to the Krill. You know, and it's kind of like... Wait, they captured her before she escaped, infiltrated, and you're just gonna let her go again. Well, that's what everyone called him on, but he was like, "Nope, this is this is what I'm doing. It's my choice." Yeah, well, and his choice was, and he says it at the end. He's like, "This is this is our chance to have our people talk." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is which is you know a huge thing. It's like so uh, one <laughs> an interesting thing happened. I, I talked to a, a guy I went to high school with for about an hour, hour and a half on was Monday night. Yeah. It had to be Monday night called me out of the blue. Cause something I put on Facebook and uh, we started talking a lot about what's going on in the, in the world right now. And uh, it was, you know, we don't have the, always have the same opinions. We don't always have the same beliefs. We don't always come from the same backgrounds, but if we don't talk about them, we're never going to get anywhere. And, and that's kind of what came out of that conversation with him. Yeah. And it was, it was really cool. And that's kind of what, this episode in a way was kind of talk, trying to talk about, you know, it's like, she's so pissed off and like fucking hates him and hates the union. He doesn't really have a, a an ax to grind with her necessarily or, or hates the krill, but he uses that platform to say, Hey, this is the time to communicate and let's, let's, let's get out of this war type thing and get into communication. And I think that's what they were type trying to do. I agree, and it's a good parallel to our kind of current state of affairs, and even even the next episode, uh, because both of these draw on differences in in different uh, it really ideologies. Yeah, different ideologies. That, that's a that's a good good word. Um, and that's my big word for the day. <laughs> and uh, and in especially in the in episode. Uh, which we haven't talked about the next, the next one, the uh, next one. Yeah. I want to get uh, to that one. Cause that's a huge one too. That one's yeah. that's and, very emotional. And what a, what a startling realization when they find out that, that, you know, they can't come to terms with a different ideology. It just, it's just something right. that seems so unbelievable. And throughout the entire episode, they're never able to resolve it. It's not like you can explain a, a difference like yeah. that. To and, someone. and I have some, I have some issues with that too, and and okay. and I'll, I'll talk about that when we get there. Well, um, we anything else about? No, I mean. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you got anything left with the fishes? Okay, <laughs> let's move on. So, 
yeah, we're, we're leaving the fishes and going into uh, it's what is it called? It is uh, all the world is a birthday cake. Yep. Um, and, which and is, that's a reference which to is a kinda... song by the Beatles. Oh, uh, okay. It's a, and I don't, I can't so, remember the name of the song, but it's on uh, their Yellow Submarine album. Or, uh, so but, that's very uh, interesting. Yeah. So Seth MacFarlane must be a big music fan then because he tends to put a lot of these music theme things and, and entertainment theme things hidden in, not hidden, but sprinkled in. You know sure. what I mean? I would have known. I would have never known that. And you know, he had the Billy Joel stuff in the last one. Um, so yeah, that's kind of cool. That's good that you know that. That's that's why you're here. You're you're the you're the sophisticated uh, pinky out kind of guy of the show. I yeah, absolutely. I, I cheers to that. <laughs> uh, so so all the world is a birthday cake. Um, the main premise <laughs> in the start of this one is uh, Kelly and Bordis uh, share a birthday. And so they uh, are, you know, Kelly wants to have a birthday, uh, shared birthday party, and they're and they're making fun of that. Well, and, I know uh, he he's like no, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So he's very 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 stiff in most of the last episode. In this episode, it's one of those things I picked up a little bit more on because of a late an, an episode coming up. Uh, it's actually episode seven, I believe. Um, we were watching that and Alyssa's just calling out like how fucking stiff and asshole are these guys? Cause it's Clayton in there too. Like everything is like, Oh, they're so fucking angry and mean. <laughs> but he is, is like, everything is just deadpan, no seriousness, Very no laughter. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it, it shows. And like, this one is like, Hey, we should have our birthday together. Although no. he tries to, he tries to loosen up in episode six and we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. So yeah, this um, that was it. Was more like <laughs> a porn funny. stash, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think someone, doesn't someone someone doesn't someone say? Oh no, uh, one of them says uh, the village people or something like that. Okay. Or, okay. Yeah, there was there was a line in that from Malloy. <laughs> Anyways, so we're back on the uh, birthday cake. Um, so it starts off kind of kind of calm, nothing really going on crazy, and they show a another race, right? Um, they look like they got car symbols on the side of their heads. <laughs> right. Uh, like, what do we do to differ- differentiate this? Yeah. This, I was this like, world mm-hmm. from our world. Well, let's throw a little tattoo on their forehead. Yeah. You know, whatever. I don't even know. It's, it's not even like a tattoo. It's like some shiny birthmark or something. Right. They all have it. Um, and then they're they're sending out their first, is anybody out there or can anybody hear it? What did they say? I don't is know. anybody out there? I don't remember yeah. exactly. what. Uh, you keep talking. Uh, I'll find it. Yeah, so they 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 send that out and the, the Orville gets it, right? There's incoming message or incoming signal, and they they listen to it and they like all get excited and then he's asked Bordis like, "Hey, do we do we know any race from there?" And he's like, "Nope." And he's like, "Oh fuck yeah, this is what we've been waiting for." Like Malloy gets all excited, he's like, "Ah!" Oh. And so they make the annou- announcement to prepare for first contact. You were right on too with the quote. Is anyone out there? That's what it, what they is said. anyone out there? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's in a song too, right? Isn't that a... Is anybody out there? Yeah, Does exactly. Anybody... What is that? That's... <laughs> oh, you're the music guy. Come on. Oh, what do you mean I'm the music uh... guy? I don't... <laughs> it's like an old you're... 70s song. I'm... Uh, well, I yeah. It's, I've heard it too, so I, it, it was right on my brain. Someone someone email in and tell us what that is, right? So Pink Floyd. Uh, is there that's anybody what it out is. there? Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> 
So Steve emailed in and let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, so they uh, then they get to, you know, nothing really spectacular happens until they um, get to. Oh, shit. You know what we forgot to talk about? I'm going to go on a tangent here. In the last episode, the whole thing with Malloy, like uh, because uh, the captain got the. Yeah, he he kind of went on a tangent wanting to become a captain. And there was some funny shit in that. And uh, so the reason I, I kind of caught back up on that, it was I was like, man, there's all these little references to other Star Treks and stuff. So he has the uh, he he has the point where he's doing the um, the Horshack uh, or is that, is that what they call where they do the emblems and you look and you what do you see the doctor? Right. Yeah. And, the and, he, the and, and she, yeah, the ink plots. It's got a name, too. I thought it was the Horshack no, test. Warshack, something like that. Yeah. So anyways, and, he, and he's like, ah, what the hell? And he's like all offended by these things. And you're like, what the hell? And so that to <laughs> that me was, was kind funny. of funny. It was. Well, especially, especially come from him because he's like the most crass kind of out there dude. And you're like, if something's making him uneasy. And then I, yeah, it's like, this is a hostile work environment. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was funny. But then, and she goes, well, you need to go on to the, the simulation stage. So he does the simulation and it's one of those where he's sitting in the captain's chair and, uh, you know, basically in a hostile negotiation and he looks so uncomfortable in the chair. To me, it looks like someone that has to shit that's stuck in a chair and can't leave, you know, that kind of moving back and forth where you got to keep Justin so you don't get a turtle head. And that's what it looked like Wait, to me. What? A turtle head? Wait, hang on. Oh, I'm totally, I don't know what a turtle head is. You don't know what is. a turtle head is? No, I feel like, I feel like. Turtle, you got a turtle. So imagine a turtle poking his head out, right? <laughs> now imagine that's a turd. So you got a little turtle head, right? When, it's, when it starts to creep. When, when... You, you try to. If you're not on the toilet, you got to suck it back in. So All yeah, right. that's a turtle head. We got a turtle head, okay. <laughs> we went there. Anyways, so the part I was going to talk about is uh, he makes this reference about like, oh, you don't want to fire on us because we, we got a new uh, deflector that'll, you know, take whatever shoot at us and shoot you back, you know, so it's like shooting yourself in the face. Well, that's actually a reference to a Captain Kirk uh, thing where he did in one of the episodes where he actually it's it's actually a maneuver. Really? Yeah. So like it's the original, it was one of the, the original series. Yeah. I never watched the original, original series. series. So. I have it not to an extent where I could pick up anything like that. But, yeah, it was an actual maneuver or something like that from uh, from the original series. So I was like, I would have never known. But I, I like to read the trivia section in the IMDb on stuff like this just to pick up on things like that. And so I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. That's funny. All right. So back to where we're at with the cake, um, they do first contact. And, um, so this is what got me to thinking about that last episode with the, the pig guys. It's like, well, you're all excited about first contact here. Wouldn't that have been a first contact with another alien? Yeah. They're shooting at you, but it's still first contact. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Any, yeah. So, so this one, they they land and uh, they go and meet and, you know, they, they get your little joke moment where they're walking over and, and Mercer's like, uh, hey, we should uh, we should uh, change our names. Change our They'll names. never know. Oh, I know. It was classic. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> they, like... they come up with names like and then they, yeah. they, they dump the he dumps the idea like at the very last. Oh, minute. like <laughs> right at the last second. And he's like, yeah, I could be so and so. And you could be Samantha. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this, and right? They, we're doing... Yeah, we're doing this. Like hi, and drops it right at last. I thought that was I thought that was really funny and clever. <laughs> it was. Um, so that's, that you know, and, and then, that's and that's 
that's Seth MacFarlane humor. That's that's a humor oh, that, yeah. that is is pure Seth MacFarlane. I, I, you got to respect him for that. That's, that's the jokes in this show that I like the most. I like yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, those type of jokes from him, and and those type are much funnier than some of the the more crass Malloy stuff. Even though they're funny, I think the other ones are are more subtle and kind of smooth that they well, they get you a little bit better. It's like in episode six, which has, this has nothing to do with episode six, but what is it with Malloy and when they find out that that information and they, and you have that scene where they're running across. Oh, the, they're running. They're, they're running through <laughs> so that they get to the bridge and they can they can they can tattletale and what they just found right. out. Which yeah, is that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, so we're back to this. They uh, they meet this new this new group of people. Um, it's uh, the Roger uh, Rogerians, Rigorians, Rigorians. It's Roger backwards. Oh, so, is it? Yeah, I, just another weird thing. I don't know where Roger came from, but it's uh, Rigorians. Um, and so yeah, the big thing is, is they have the big they have the big state dinner where they're all sitting around and talking and stuff and everything's going super smooth. Well, there was a scene um, beforehand with the, the childbirth. Oh, uh, doctor, Claire right. gets to witness the, the, the birth of the child and they have to, they have to rush it because of, uh, well, you don't know why, but they have to do, yeah. uh, they have to do a C-section. Well, and she calls it, she goes, there was nothing wrong with that. There was no reason to do that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, so and and then go, the, huh, the, you know, the security guard was their security chief was with her the time too. So yeah, then they get into the the dinner and they're talking and uh, it comes up like, oh, we have a big celebration. And she goes, oh, that's perfect because it's it's mine and Bordis's birthday or whatever. And they fucking flip out and you're like, they what? Do. And they call them Jilliacs. Yeah. Right. Like, and I was like, and it was really strange. So yeah, they flip out and like literally pull arms on them and all the shit, which to me right there was the first mistake of this episode. It's like they came in a fucking spaceship and flew down to your planet that you can't do yet. And you're going to pull fucking guns on them. Right. That spaceship still up there can nuke your fucking world and you pull guns on their f- captain. That's where I right off the bat. I was like, OK, that's where it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? It, it just I, I, that's, I hear you. I don't know if I agree with you. I I am. I was I was really shocked at the moment and I I tried to put something in my my head trying to to say what what could I compare this to what sort of is it a religion is it I mean it's it's more than Well yeah that. there's it's, that but I, it's... I don't I don't this didn't come across as a a a religion this came across as a something that was real to them that it was it was unimaginable well, which you could that, say that I'm, religion I mean realistically if, if if an entire planet is all run under the same religion and all has the same beliefs that's what it is true but i think I, this was more they they claimed this was more science based because it was based on planetary alignments da 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 so i i'm, I'm just wait 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 science based planetary alignment there is no fucking science behind planetary alignment i i i, I understand what you're saying but but i'm i'm still trying to put myself into into their right that no but that's what i'm and, and, i'm and putting myself a, i'm like I, but I hold mean, on okay well i don't know Why if i'm would... gonna call i i it's hard for me to call bullshit on this because it's hard for me to put myself in a position where i i have to defend something that i so passionately believe in not not just believe in but but it's just 
something that I, I but that's I, okay. I am. So even even if somehow they would have attacked the other team, you know, the other guys, the fact that just this is this would be like okay, say you're in uh, you're in kindergarten, right? And this senior comes in and you're having a meeting down at your your desk, and you know, knowing damn well the senior can kick the shit out of you, and you fucking point guns at him knowing the hell that he can just whoop, wipe you out that's it's really that's what it and to me it's that's what it is the level of well evolution okay. Ch- change it say say it's an alien race that comes to the to the to the united states and because they chose the united states because we are obviously the the most uh, important country in the world um <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just sometimes that's what you think of when when aliens come down. They obviously come to the capital of your own country. I don't know why. Right. But, yeah. Okay. And they have a dinner at the White House. And, right. And something they say defies our belief system. You don't think the White House would 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 try to take take charge of that? You know, not in a host. Not in a hostile way. Okay. Okay. I mean, it, it, I, I don't have, know what we, to compare it to because it just seems I, it, so far. Well, because we don't, that, we don't have that. Was, that's what I thought it was interesting. It was it, they were trying well, okay, to explore so this idea. You that, could kind of, you could kind of do it. Okay, say we, the United States, went in and say went over to um, God. I'm trying to think of where where some little uh, village in say South America somewhere, right? That yeah. they're still living in in mud huts and stuff like that. They they barely have the technology that we do, right? And we go in there and and they're all about, you know, shrinking heads or something like that. And someone comes in and takes his hat off and he's got a big, huge hair or something, something that offends them. They're not going to fucking pull out blowguns and, and challenge us when you got fucking tanks and, you know, helicopters outside that just kind of wipe out their entire fucking village in a, in a heartbeat. That's kind of the way I see it. Okay. I mean, it, it, you think of like spaceship. These guys came from space and landed, right? And they've got plenty, you know. And you guys haven't even broken the surface yet. Yeah, they've not even. They didn't even know there was people in space. That's that was my biggest problem with it. Is like you wouldn't you wouldn't kick that hornet's nest. And there's also that, the whole the fact that that they can't they can't even do anything about it when they get, you know, they want to well, they want to try to break their people out and and the uh, the the federation well, or whatever they're. Why would you says, keep them? Why would you? It's like, oh fuck no! Okay, take your people, get off my fucking planet. That would, if they would have said that, I would have been like, okay, I, I understand. That's I, I would, I would have got behind that. Not like you guys need to get off our planet, but we're keeping these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But like, why would you do that? You, I mean, you don't. Bordis for one is a fucking alien that looks nothing even close to your species, right? You don't know what kind of disease he might have. Why would you just? Oh, now we're gonna throw him in with general population. It, it, it that was my biggest problem with the whole thing. Besides all that, right? Besides my <laughs> big my big uh, problem with the whole thing, like oh, that would never happen. Still a great <laughs> episode. I think it's um, an interesting episode. It makes you think about a lot of different ideas. Uh, it does. And, well, I mean, and try that's to understand differences in people. Um, well, that's what they're going for, and I think they do that really well. I just, I, I just had a problem with the way that the other people reacted, and and granted, in this case, if they did react like that, you know, you have the Orville crew that reacted very calmly and didn't, you know, like 
Like if they would, if I'd have walked in there with me and you and all of a sudden they said, oh, well, we don't like guys with brown hair and they take you and wouldn't give you back. I'd slap the shit out of every single one of them where Mercer would be like, all right, well, we'll figure out a way to get them back. No, I see. I would have went the other way. And that's why I don't, you know, go to those kind of meetings because I don't play well with stupid people. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, cooler heads prevail. I'm not the, I'm not the cool head in that one. So, um, Oh, what was the other good one in this one was at the beginning of the episode. I think this is the first episode that we had uh, the replacement for Alara um, where they were talking, they were interviewing her at the very beginning and they're like, like, so it says here you had, you had an incident on your last, you, you punched out and knocked out your old captain. And she talks about the story, you know, where she had to punch the captain and stuff like that. And then Mercer's like, oh, shit, don't be, don't be punching me or something like that. So this is the first episode with the new the new girl. Yeah, so far. Um, OK, so it was episode two or, the, or I'm sorry, episode. Episode three was the five. last episode she was in. This is episode five. So there was one episode where they didn't have a replacement for her, technically. OK. Yeah, which I think so that's... far, I, I, I think they haven't given her enough to, to create her own character with. Even so in I have six and, and I wish which isn't a fault of her. I think I think she, no. she's fine, but it just it just seems that that you want to you want to organically kind of grow a character and make them. Be, uh, an I wish they would have went with someone else. I yeah. wish they, they rather they basic, than trying to they go like, let's see, her. let's let's get the same chick, but just change her hairstyle up a little. Yeah, it's I mean, she's the same race, same hair. I mean, looks almost the same. It's like, ah, change it up. You know, make it, make it, make them two different people. That way, maybe you can have the two come back and it's not so awkward, you know, or maybe well, they're looking to I, do. I, and I thought they were going to have that Kronk character. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know his name, but because he was introduced when she was leaving, like, like he was right. he came, for her. He, he was the intern. Um, yeah. What was that guy's and, name? And he was certainly different and he was hilarious, but didn't, didn't provide the same uh, storyline uh possibilities as uh as this character that they're kind of replacing i think the reason they didn't i think they put him in there just for some laughs and i mean he's not (laughs) just looking at him you're like yeah he doesn't look like a security officer like you've seen getting a fight you've seen the whole season yeah is he does he uh is he throughout or is he done or was it just a couple episodes i think it's just a couple episodes i I don't remember him he doesn't become a big part no he's definitely Definitely not like a main main character. Um, probably even less so than Yafit, which we you know only see every once in a while. So, um, right. but yeah. Uh, all right. So now we're okay. So they 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 flip out, call them Jiliacs, like how dare you bring these? You know, because apparently it's a it's their astrological sign, and anybody born under that becomes you know violent and vicious and you know all this. So. They basically take anybody that's born under those those that sign or within that time and and put them in concentration camps is what it comes down to. And so one of the trivia things that came up on that was this episode was released on the anniversary of um, where is it at? Uh, See if I can find it. Um, It was it was basically like a a a certain. Anniversary. Oh, here we go. Uh, also aired on the week of the Holocaust Memorial Day, January 27th. So they kind of, you know, I don't know if it was planned that way, 
or just happened to come out like that. But it's like, oh, okay, a little bit of tie in there. But I mean, they talk about how bad it is and stuff like that. So uh, they weren't trying to, you know. I thought it was interesting over- when they when they because they take them to a camp, and mm-hmm. how the people there were so understanding that this is where they belong it wasn't it wasn't like how are we going to break out it was no we belong here because they they were just as devout followers of the belief system that as as the people that put them there you know what i'm saying oh did i free did you freeze up god damn it there you are oh good okay it's funny because you had this stare on your face (laughs) <laughs> that, that made it look like you were trying to listen, trying to understand what I had to say. <laughs> so I froze up on your side too. You froze up, but yeah, it was your stare that was just like well, you. You froze I, I, on I'm me. I'm trying to re-explain myself. It's like, wait, I, I don't, I don't think he gets what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't even know what I was explaining. It was something about the. So I was talking about the concentration camp. I was talking right. about. Did you? So did you hear what I was saying? I yeah, got. They were in a concentration camp, and they some of them felt like they belonged there. Right. I, I just thought that was interesting that they shared the same belief system as the people that put them there. They weren't, it didn't seem like they were being held against their will, except there was the one, you know, they had the whole childbirth sequence. They kind of were holding be, against their will, but well, I, they I knew get why. That, but they want, they didn't think it was appropriate for them to break out because, because they have aggressive, you know, they were born under a sign that was, was, was got a make bit, them... I got a mix of it. Like okay. they, they understood why they why they were there, even if they didn't agree with it. I, I just like, thought that was interesting that they bought into the same belief system. Uh, or at least yeah. they that that was that was something that was touched on. In well, the yeah, episode. and then you had you had the you had the uh, couple that were going to have the baby, and they didn't want to have it. Uh, they they were trying to hide it because it was born um, outside of the Gilead, and so they would take it away. And uh, Kelly goes to help. And she looks to Bordis and is like, Bordis, you have a kid? Can, can you help? And he's like, well, is there an egg? And she's like, nope. <laughs> and nope. I thought that was hilarious. Um, it just, And then after all this stuff was going down, he, he goes, it's easier with an egg. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, you know, once again, Bordis is just very low key, you know, very just no emotion. Right. Right. Anger or otherwise. Um, so, yeah, then we go back to Orville and, and Mercer's talking to uh, the headquarters people and he's and they're like, nope, you can't go take your people back. You know, it's a first contact. We're not going to. And I at, which I thought was kind of shit, too. I, I mean, yeah, I understand. That, you know, they're trying to stay peaceful and all this, but you don't let people take your people regard, you know. You go, you you know, they, if they come out and they're like, oh, you, we're not talking to you. You're like, you know, you're talking to us or we're going to fucking blow this place up and take our people back. You're talking, you know, sometimes you have to smack, smack people around to get them. You know, it just was really weird that they, they kind of did that. So uh, I thought that was odd, but it came down to it where um, Kelly and Bordis basically set it up and, and we're going to get out themselves. <laughs> All the... the the, the funny one was uh Kelly's talking to I guess he's like their president they call they called him a prefect or something like that at one point and 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 he's all like I feel pity for you and she goes I have pity for your wife <laughs> that, was fucking, that was you know it was just it was that kind of like that same one liner like she had before uh, when she had the you know with the guy she always has problems with these these leaders of other places you know 
But yeah, that was that was a good she one. She knows how to deal with the captain. You know, she knows how to deal with the person in charge. She, <laughs> exactly. She's got, all, she's got, got a, lot, the, a lot of practice. Yeah, a lot of practice. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, then they have the big, you know, they end up, uh, breaking out on their own kind of thing. And um, that was a really cool one because it was kind of a first almost uh, we haven't really seen a lot of militant, you know, the the laser battles and stuff like that, that, you know, in a lot of these episodes. And Is I that, thought this yeah, one, you were telling me the other day uh, something about the production value in this one being like I, one of the first that really stepped it up. I think so. Yeah. I, I, to me, it seemed like it, 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 the production value definitely went up. And I think, uh, uh, was it the last? It was even in the last one. It went up a little bit. Oh yeah, because they were on the they were in the, on the planet. I thought it seemed like the production value had gone up a little. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're getting close to where it's it's gonna just you're gonna just whoa. It's well, at least it's the CG budget, but it's like done very well. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I thought I I really liked it, and especially I thought the battle port, you know, because it kind of shows that, you know, it. it the Starfleet, the Union, and all that is kind of based simply on military style, right? You know, the Navy and the Marines and stuff like that. Um, and so I, I think it's cool that every once in a while they show that, and that and that was where it seemed to come out. The the, the fighting. Well, yeah, I think I think we've both commented on well because we were talking about Picard and how Picard mm -hmm. went away from that whole military. Uh, you don't get the, the, the rank and file. You don't get that, right. that, that feeling that, that there are, there are rules. It's a little bit more chaotic in their structure in Picard, the way they have, they run on their ship. And, and so I, I think, I think that might be something that we enjoy about these episodes that are much more military uh, based is that there, there are, there are ground rules that they follow. There are, there's a structure right. chain of command. There's a chain, chain of, of command. command that, that takes kind of the, takes the, you know, you're not questioning certain things. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's. So chaotic. you're right. hundred percent. I like that. The only thing I don't like about that is everybody's a damn officer and there's no like enlisted people. And you would on a ship like that, you would have twice as many, actually probably four times as many enlisted people as you would officers and they'd be doing most of the manual stuff and the officers kind of sit back and think and tell you how to do stuff. And you don't see that on the ships for like the away missions and stuff. When yeah. They, yeah. Well, even just flying, the, flying the, the yeah. shuttles, it, you wouldn't have the captain flying down to every planet, you know, or you wouldn't yeah. have the main, the main ship, you know, navigator. Yeah. Well, it's interesting it because, uh, what's his name? Uh, the one that was up there with, uh, Malo uh, what, uh, Lamar. Lamar, Lamar, Lamar went to engineering and now they have someone else that's sitting next to, to Malloy. Right. Uh, and but they never talked to her. No, she's kind of a nobody. Maybe that kind of, they're trying to fill that, that, that gap that, you know, trying to address your, your, uh, your issue with it by it putting could be. some, some, in, you know, some enlisted people there that just don't. don't well, I wish so they would show it more often or, you know, like, you know, would even bring it in and, but it was on all of them. It was the same thing on the, on the Rick. Uh, How do you think Star they Trek. should show it by having more extras that are just kind of milling about or. I or... would, I would actually have, have, uh, in this instance, if it's based off the Navy, there would be petty officers and chiefs and stuff like that. So just expand the cast? And... Yeah, and have, instead of having everybody be an, like, realistically, Malloy should not be an officer. He should, at at a bare minimum, maybe be a chief. Okay. Right? 
he he would be an enlisted guy. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have an officer driving your ship, right? It 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 would be a bosun's mate or or someone you know whatever their their equivalent is. It'd be a high level bosun's mate that would be doing it. Same thing with like comms. You wouldn't have. I mean, in in that instance, officers are you know they're they're there for their brain and their knowledge and their decision making, and then the the enlisted folks are there for their for their physical you know working of the job right and and the higher they are the more the more decision level they go and less hands-on so like engineering should be filled with a bunch of non you know uh non-officers with maybe one or two officers kind of in charge but most of the other guys doing the work and it's just it's just not what happens in the star trek fantasy type worlds they just have never done that and which it's always irritated me but that's also coming i was in a sea serving service and you know, so I've been on ships. I know how. Even if it was a small ship, I know how that shit happens. And it, it's just one of those things. Is I would have liked to seen that. Well, and it's good to hear your perspective on that. I I don't have that that yeah. uh, perspective to well, offer. It, so to me, it just dilutes the fact that okay, so they're a lieutenant, and apparently lieutenants are a dime a dozen. You know what I mean? It just kind of. I would rather have seen it based that way. But you know, it, it it's done the way it is, and it, you barely. You know, if you do see any enlisted well i mean what was no i guess she was an ensign she wasn't even enlisted the the chick that lamar had in his in his room the one night well right was, and then I, he also shows up on a date when they're with bowling. her is it yeah. the same is it the same girl when I, they're bowling i believe okay so. i believe so and i think she's an ensign is what they they call her which would be the lowest level officer okay so I don't know. It's just one of those things that's have always bothered me with the Starfleet type uh, shows where they they never have um, the non rates or always or the non enlisted the the non officers. So, not non enlisted, but not officers. So, okay. but yeah. Anyhow, uh, where were we? Oh, so yeah, they did their whole breakout, and it basically it ends in like there's no well, actually no. They uh, while they're breaking out, the crew is trying to figure out a way to get them. And they come up with this idea to reinstall the star that disappeared that apparently caused the whole Jiliac, which <laughs> very poor explanation as to why it was. And OK, a star just returns. So you all of a sudden go, oh, well, fuck. Oh, those guys must be good then. It, it just was that yeah. was the whole and, and and I looked at that and and so I was thinking of it kind of from a geometrical point of view if you if you're <laughs> able to do some sort of star here and it only really affects one point on the planet if you go somewhere else on the planet then that perspective completely shifts because you're dealing with a with something that's right. not you know you know and they're trying to match something in a constellation that right I I I could not see how that worked and and I got a little annoyed at that and, and maybe, well, maybe there is an explanation out there. I couldn't quite see it. They had to kind of defy, defy this sort of spatial logic in order to well, make they it talk- happen. I couldn't, I, I didn't get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause you're right. Like the, the, the rest of the planet would see it different, but they never talk about the whole planet being inhabited. Right. But they did talk about them having satellites which would see that it's not yeah. out there. You got it from another point. Yeah. Any, any satellite could see it from, you know, that, that yeah. doesn't exist. So it was, I, yeah. and to me, I was really, I was like, I would have rather seen them 
even if it took a two-part episode, which might have been really cool, is to find a, a logical way to get them to change their mind. You know, so, something that really that really could do. You know, they could have they could have done it differently, and maybe maybe the Gilead sign was still around, and the 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 main dude's daughter has a kid that becomes a Gilead. I liked that they, they. I liked that they tried to solve it this way. I. I don't. I don't think this was a very. A trick them. Uh, yeah, I don't think this was a very effective. Uh, you know, it. I. I don't think it would have fooled them. But I liked that they went from a scientific <laughs> approach because I don't think they could have. I, I. I think when you're, they saw pretty quickly that you were. They were dealing with such a strong belief system that that they couldn't explain it away. They couldn't. They couldn't. Well, just, to me though, it was really like. All of a sudden, the star shows up, and everybody goes, "Oh, hey, that's the Gilead. Oh, that means they're not bad, right?" No, yeah, it it came across a little quick, and that was some pretty, <laughs> pretty uh, lazy writing. I, I, I yes, I, it, it almost seems like they probably stayed up all night trying to well, figure out how they could crack <laughs> this, and this was the best they could come up with. I so I don't know if I could come up with anything better, but 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 it seems I, like. They're, they're, they could have massaged it a little better, come up with something that... So here's the other part is eventually they're going to figure out it was a trick. Okay. Well, they did actually, so, they did acknowledge that. They even said that at the end of the episode. What happens when they find out that it's not real? Right. So their first contact goes bad. Then they trick them and fuck up their religion even more. Yeah. And sooner or later they're going to figure it out. So did you just make a hostile... You know, people. It's, it's almost what? like they get to get their people back, and then they got to say, you know, fuck you. We 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 pulled a fast one on you, See, and we're not coming back but, until okay. you guys figure out what you're. You know, but that ruins the message, right? Yeah. They're they're talking. They're, they're they're going in there. The whole message is that hey, you can't judge people by when they're born or what color they are or you know that kind of thing. And what they did is go, ah, oh, well, fuck, we're going to trick you. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to pull these blinders over your eyes and make you believe this. And, and, so we can just get out of here, which doesn't change the fact you like, you didn't do anything. You didn't, you didn't fix the problem of them, you know, treating these people like that. And that's, that was the problem, but they got their you people know? back. So, well, in event, I mean, they got their people back, but and also all the Gilliacs got freed and were allowed to go, you know, do whatever. Which, you know, okay, so you go out of a concentration camp, then what do you do? You work at Seven Eleven. You go, you know what? Until it, it, until they figure out that the star isn't real. Yeah, and then you're right back in the fucking uh, right yeah. back in the concentration camp. So yeah, I don't know. It, it just they're you're right. It, it you're right. It, it does had, kind of. Which is funny because I really liked the episode until I break it down like this. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. They really fucked that one up. <laughs> it's enjoyable until you try and look at what they were talking about. Especially with the shit that's going on now when you think about it. It's like, nah, that, that's that you know, bad. You know, they never really, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool if like in maybe episode six, like halfway through the episode, they're talking to, you know, the, that one's all about Claire and Isaac. And, and, then, and then they have a scene where... Uh, you know, the captain and, and, and the first officer are talking. And it's like, you know, I've really been having some, some second thoughts about what happened. Maybe we can go back there and, and fix that. And fix and, it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that, right. that it's just over. Cause these are very well, maybe, episodics. I, this is a series it, where every episode is well, its own little story. True. You, but they do go back and touch things. 
Okay. Hey, well, go, well, maybe, so maybe, maybe I mean, we got it. We got a season three coming. So maybe, maybe, uh, you know, Seth is going to listen to I this podcast and I go, hope, fuck, this guy's got a point. <laughs> I hope they do because maybe they have a little bit more time to figure out how to better resolve this. Uh, you, you know, got a whole I, world I'm going to send him people. an email. Yeah. I am. I'm going to send him an email and say, you know, I got a you gotta, problem. You got to rethink this. You got to rethink yeah. this because you're going to. You caused two, you caused 2020, <laughs> right? If you have an episode with murder hornets, I'm fucking leaving this show forever. <laughs> I love I love the memes with that one. It's like, did did we skip murder hornets? That was good when you when when uh, 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 Alyssa texted Alicia and you you responded oh, yeah. the, the murder hornets as as what more can go yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah that was kind of fun. i always thought that was funny. As a matter of fact i saw a uh video today and it's um it was about japanese bees and how they deal with the murder hornets or hornets in general and they show this hornet crawling around on this beehive and the bees actually kind of trick it to come in like they they back up until the hornet comes in and it shows this hornet is literally like fucking 10 times bigger than any of the bees Right. So it's it's huge compared to these bees. And it's all of a sudden and it just reaches down and fucking grabs one and starts eating one of the bees. And when he does that, all the rest of the bees attack him. It's kind of like when he gets his mouth full, they all jump him and fuck him up. <laughs> so I was like, I'm like, oh, shit. So, uh, I mean, yeah, you sacrifice someone, but they fuck that hornet up. Good. And so because we have the beehive uh, now in the backyard, um, I sent that to Alyssa because I was like, we ain't got to worry about no beehive, you know, murder <laughs> hornets. We got them killer bees out back. So I was just, it was kind of a cool video. I was like, oh, damn, bees don't play. So don't go stick your finger in beehives, though. That's that's not good. They'll, they'll jump you. All right. So another good episode, but but obviously we've... we've oh, we're, it was we're... an entertaining episode until you think on the deeper side of it and they kind of dropped the ball. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a little bit of a, a leeway because you know, hopefully, maybe they'll come back. Uh, at least they're trying to bring up the ideas of it. Um, it's not something that's easily fixed. So, I mean, yeah, and and it's, it's, it's a tough one. But they're touching up it. A, an interesting idea and, and right. showing it because I, I I liked watching this one because it it surprised me. You know, first contact. Oh, interesting, interesting. And then suddenly, I like that aspect. It, it, yeah, it makes you. It makes you go, "Wow! Can can a whole society see something so differently?" I always, you know, they've got this universal translator that that. Yeah, in, someone brought that up too <laughs> in in Star Trek and in all these series. It's yeah, a universal translator, and it, it's funny because we live in a world where we're surrounded by how many different species and how many can we communicate with. We can kind of communicate with with chimpanzees through sign language, but that's about it. Sign language. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, I they, I learned they, the other day that chickens know up to 30 words. <laughs> Chick, but, chickens can learn their own name. But can you communicate with them? <laughs> I mean, what more does a chicken got to say? I know. Like, hey, but feed me. When you're when feed you, me. When you go, does does going you an to space egg. mean suddenly you can you're you're at a at a level where your communication is is compatible? <laughs> well, uh, no. So someone brought that up that the universal communicator was supposed to like it it analyzes and stuff like that, and it's like okay, so they knew these guys for a day and a half, and also they knew all their language. It, it's it's one of those things where you got to suspend belief a little bit, right? You know, 
I, I get it. So it it's shows. good for episodes. But could you imagine if we had a universal translator on Earth so we could start oh talking to all the all the species around us? It's like oh we well, have okay. a conversation with uh, with our pet and. So the thing is, is the universal <laughs> translators do not work on animals. Well, what what define what what defines an animal? So look back at next generation. I mean, uh, Data had a cat. He didn't I, talk to his cat. No, but well, I mean, he talked to him, but he didn't talk to him and understand him. Like, I'm just saying, an animal is a. It's is it fair to to dis, d- differentiate between when when you talk about a human versus a cat, you're talking about two different species. When you're when you're right. in space, you're talking about a, a human versus a Kardashian. <laughs> You're talking yeah. about two different species, right? Um, hey, did, did it's you get really my, just the my... same thing. What, what, why do you call one an animal? Uh, just because they're on Earth and they? No, no, I know, I, I know what you're saying. It, it doesn't make sense that why does it only work with communication for? I guess maybe it's an intelligence level. I don't know, but yeah, it makes I for agree a better with... episode. That's how. how could... Well, it, I mean, the episodes would only make it to two or three if nobody could talk. <laughs> right. I mean, but no, but uh, well, so we're getting there. They're, they have apps now and, and little like computer things that uh, actually act like the universal translators. Like, well, it'll pick up of, Chinese, Spanish. And, you and know. one of my favorite episodes of The Next Generation was the at Tanagra, uh, you know, when the when they went to a planet where it was Picard and this other species and they had to figure out how to communicate through uh, metaphor, I think, is what it what it ended up. Oh. He, it, it was all about uh, comparing things, like the battle at Tanagra, and and he was able to decipher it because the Universal Translator couldn't 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 do up, it couldn't do it. And I thought that was really interesting to see. It wasn't just about translating word for word. It was it was more about well, understanding <laughs> the way people express themselves so that's one thing they don't really touch on as much is translation doesn't always come across as clean i mean we know that in in what we see in today's world with just translating um you know different languages back into english or you know english into other languages that the syntax doesn't work always and sometimes it comes out really fucked up and you can say some really wrong shit trying to say the right thing they never really have that as an issue you know, but I mean, it's it's one of those things. They're in space meeting other species. We have to suspend belief a little bit, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. So, okay, um, yeah. So it was a good episode, but like I said, it it left some holes. Now I think more about it. Um, It'd be good I, that they return to it to try to resolve a little bit. I think so. Yeah, I I would really love to see that. I think that would be a huge, huge kind of thing to happen is for them to go back and actually touch on it and and come back with a. A, a better solution or something if we get that you know i don't know but uh, yeah so uh i didn't have too much else on this one there was a couple of you know this this one didn't seem to have as many funny things um comparative to to a lot of but i mean i guess it's because they were touching on some pretty heavy stuff i mean they did have a couple little jokes in the beginning but once it got going they didn't really have a lot of jokes um well then let's of. move on to a happy refrain with claire and isaac yeah, that was a that was a joke in itself. I did not like this episode. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I um, I didn't I didn't care for it. I I didn't care for the direction it was going. But I thought I thought it it it. it so this was a it did a better job. At, yeah. 
Go ahead. It's more lighthearted than some of the last episodes that were kind of deeper and heavier, right? Especially compared to the last one. It was definitely a more lighter thing because the whole point of it is is Claire is falling in love with Isaac because he's well, he's and that, that right there, that right there, I just like was like, give me a break, come on, he's he's a robot. What do you expect? You you know you're not going to be able to get any well, sort of. And 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 I thought this episode addressed it a little better. It 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 evolved. It wasn't just about uh, her going a little, getting frustrated at the fact that he couldn't he couldn't uh, tell her what he wanted. What she he has no know. emotions. Yeah, you know she understood that. I I liked how he, she went to 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 Kelly Grayson and said, "Hey, you know this is ridiculous." <laughs> I liked when Kelly said said, "You know if if." If Malloy or uh, Bordis or, you know, I think he, she brings up a couple people were to come to me, I'd say red flag, but, but you're, you, right. you, you, you you're got smart. it together. So I say go for it because you're, you're, well, that was, that was what we were talking about earlier, right? She goes, Hey, I need to talk to you. He goes, you, you want a uh, wine for this one? She goes, Oh, I don't drink during the day. And yeah. she tells, I'm thinking about going to, hold on, two Chardonnays. Two Chardonnays, <laughs> yes. And I'm going to pour a little so, more. To- <laughs> tells, Right. Tells you right off that it, it was it was a, a weird thing. Um, what was I going to? Oh, I can't even remember what I was going to say now. Uh, so, oh, this was a this was a trivia thing that where this was a throwback to Next Generation where uh, you had Data and um, Lieutenant Yar. Right. Because they uh, they they got it on. Right. And then there was right. another one. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of another throwback you know, the, the human verse and in a relationship with a robot type thing. So, um, I just thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. I was, I was actually kind of impressed at how it resolved itself. This one, I thought, you know, it's still, it's still up in the air. They didn't, they didn't, you know, you don't know where it's going to go, but I thought it was interesting that I, that it went, the, the re- relationship went evolved. And in the end they do stay together. And, um, so this is another throwback, right? Too, because she talks about it. She goes, she's like, I think it's it's it all stemmed from when they were uh, uh, desert, not deserted, but um, when they had crash landed on the planet, and uh, she got captured and all that, and he saved her. What was that? So, what was that line from Speed at the end of Speed with uh, Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves about you know uh, you know something about relationships and when when relationships are created over oh uh, in, in created situations in yeah, yeah that that uh they're bound to fail maybe that's kind of the same sort of idea is that it, it's possible but yeah so you know it's one of those things knowing knowing uh, having known that this was going to happen i watched her reactions to isaac from that episode and you kind of can see this coming right if, if you go back and look at her reactions to isaac through some past episodes you actually can see this coming. It's kind of interesting. Um, so the, the whole point is, is like she, he's teaching. Um, she's she's he is teaching her son to play piano. And then uh, they go on a date to a, um, a symphony and all this. So this is this is one funny thing that Alyssa pointed out too. Uh, she's like, why is everybody always wearing the uniform? Except for those two, like, you know, because they go like in regular clothes or whatever and everybody else is in their uniform. And I was also it made me start thinking is like, wait a minute. How come Bordis has a civilian mate on on the ship, but nobody else really has like you don't really see a lot of other civilians on the ship. 
Although we did see the symphony and there was a lot of people in the audience. But that's a traveling symphony. Right. But and they're all in uniform for the most part. I guess there's two people sitting right behind Isaac and, and, and but uh yeah. yeah, it was just one of those things is like another one you bring up like, well, what the, uh, but you know, you, you can't cover everything on every, you know, on, on little tiny shows like this, you know, there's a lot to it maybe after years and years, but it was just one of those things. It also bugged me too. Is like, really, would you have civilians on this ship? But maybe Bordas is a special case because of how they are. Well, Claire has you know? her kids. True, true. That's a good point. I didn't think about that part until you just said it. But yeah, that's part of this whole episode. So <laughs> yeah, they go on the date. <laughs> they go on the date. And uh, it's kind of funny because right, right after that, he's like, all right, I'm done. You know, he's like, know. he never, never puts it. It's like, it's a, uh, an investigation for him or a, an eva what do they call it? I mean, what he's supposed to be doing there is just, uh, experiencing and, and evaluating everything. Yeah. So he has the one date and he's like, okay, thanks. I'm done. And, you know, and then, uh, oh, when they're having dinner and, and he's like, yeah, I downloaded everything about you. I, I know everything about you. Yeah. And she's like, uh, that takes all the fun out of it. He goes, but it makes it, it makes it more efficient. And so I can get this over faster. <laughs> I was I like, no, oh. like, yeah, oh, but she, she was so. okay with that. She's like, she kept going. It wasn't until what he mm -hmm. said something about, uh, you know, when he tried to break up with her and, and, and what, what do you say? Well, but that, don't they have, they had sex first before he broke up with her. Right. That's true. They went into the hologram, uh, yeah into the well, they were they started in the, they were already there that's where the the restaurant was which was you know that was a cool thing i thought that was kind of neat right he brings it up was for, that that got me just thinking weird thoughts about <laughs> well well I, I, I mean that that's where you explore well what is i mean is this the same person when you're trying to put a whole new person up face on them you know the physical the physical part of love is that really what it's about well no and yet but but I, you think I, about I what it, that's what did where he i say? thought this got a little bit more fascinating that it made you think about well, what is love but that's and, the whole thing is go ahead <laughs> i'm well, trying to get to my point, I don't know, it's finished. tough to talk about because it does see, but she is she is just enamored with with his who he is and and how he relates to it. I I, I want to talk about something at the very end that he said. So I, I but I'm gonna get ahead okay. of myself. So so my my thought is this is is like okay. So he went he went through the whole motion of having having sex with her, um, and he talks about it at the, when he's done. He's like, okay, I can break up with you now because we've done that. I've experienced it. I'm done. And you know, but you you hear her talking about it, I'm like, oh my god, he did everything right. He did you know? And it was like so, which you know, I could see. You well, know, she's no, thinking, she oh, my God, see. this is, you know, he did everything for me. And and in his point, he's like, yeah, I'm just doing this to see what you do. Right. And then, you know, and then it was just like, so you see the two sides and you're like, oh, shit. But then he goes and breaks up with her right after that. And you're like, oh, fuck, that's such a bad. But he has no emotions. I know. He Well, he, he even he says, can't I, had, have emotions. You know, I had sex with you, so it's time to break up. I already, already fulfilled yeah. it all. I've already experienced that. Yeah, exactly. And she I mean, just loses it. Like, you just. <laughs> That's what I was for. Oh my God. Well, no, but before that, so we get the funny, right? How, he, he wants to break up with her. So what does he do? He's, he, she comes home and he's sitting in underwear and a, like a wife beater on the couch and just giving her the off hit, like, bitch, go make my dinner. Right. 
you know I get pissed off if you ain't here on time. I was like, oh, shit. I thought it was interesting that he went to, uh, when he goes to engineering and asks Lamar for some, you know, some advice. And what is it? It's Malloy that's like, oh, this is what you should do. And he just looks at him and says, I wasn't asking you. I was right, asking right, right. It's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The- yeah. They they play Lamar as like he's the he's the definitely the, the smooth guy <laughs> and Malloy can't get a date kind of thing. So which is funny. But I thought it was hilarious too that, that you had the little the guys group talking about it and the girls group talking about it, the difference in the two. Is oh like god. All the I girls know. are <laughs> when Lamar and Lamo- Malloy just go running into the into the Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> So anyways, and then and then we get to the point where so they break up and then she's like just not having anything to do with him. And he finally gets emotions and he starts to feel can't remember how exactly how he described it, but he said not right. Like he made a calculation wrong and everybody's like, and they're like, what the fuck is that? You don't make calculations, you know, like what's wrong? And so he was saying, I just don't feel right. Well, he was saying I'm more efficient with you. Yeah, I thought was beautiful. That, Cause that was something that, that she needed to hear. And it was a great way of, of, of taking something that didn't, you know, taking a being that does not have emotions and trying mm-hmm. to, to compare what, what love really is. It's, 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 it's when you are there, I am one way when you are not, I am less. And, and to yeah. know that is enough to, that's a way of, of expressing love. And, and yeah. so I was really impressed with how they, this one came together in the end. Uh, it, it was. I mean, it had some good points. I, overall, I was a little bored with it personally. I, I get. I get that. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't like a. It wasn't a favorite. Of, I didn't dislike it, but I just. I wasn't as into it. Like. I, I don't know. Claire it didn't. Was hit. pretty hot too. <laughs> <laughs> I like your. I like your little green uh, hair. <laughs> yeah. Hair extension. I find myself a, like staring at that for some reason. I don't know why. And this was uh, an episode that had. Uh, you know, Isaac and Yafet both uh, were right. portrayed in by their by their actor uh, yes. selves, which is something that was kind of fun to see. So we had Norm right. Macdonald that that because because he got wind that that uh, that Claire was seeing Isaac, and he's yeah. like, oh, well, maybe if I pull the save stunt and yeah. give myself some sort of holographic <laughs> form, I can I can hit on her. Well, so the funny thing too is, as Alyssa was watching it with me again, and she's like, she's like, wait. Is, the doctor's kind of a whore. Wasn't she just with some other one? And I'm like, well, she was with Yafit. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, but that was because of the, the sex pheromone going yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but that's the thing she remembers and picked up. But I was like, oh, he's like, isn't the doctor kind of a whore? <laughs> yeah. She gets a pass for that. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, Yafit, he, he got his. Uh, that was funny. Um, yeah. I, I was going to bring that up. That was a, that was the, um, both of the voices essentially but i want i think i think the guy that was the human version of isaac isn't just his voice i think he also plays in the suit i think he does the suit part too yeah mark so, john jackson mark jackson is yeah. the actor's name um yeah Mick, uh <laughs> i thought he was uh, yeah. i you know if when i saw his his form in the hologram holog, holodeck when he showed up I thought, wow, they, that's an, that's a well cast, uh, you know, it, it, it fit for the, for the role. I was, I, and, and I actually, and then I heard his voice. It's like, wow, that's the actual voice of the actor that does it. They, they, 
they were forward thinking enough to to cast someone that that could uh, could you know, to personify that. it in a in a scene like this. I I thought it was a good match. Um, yeah. Which. So. Yeah. No, it, it worked out great. Yeah, I love the fact that that Norm Macdonald got in there just because I think he's so so cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah, he, he's um, he's always Burt Reynolds to me in uh, in uh, Jeopardy Saturday Night Live Jeopardy. All right. <laughs> uh, he's hilarious. The ones I. Saturday Night Lake Jeopardy, I always love is when they do the Sean Connery. <laughs> right. Yes, he, he always cracks me up. He's always messing with Alex Trebek. Ugh. All right. So um, so this ends with them basically getting back together because he apologizes. And that's pretty much it. I don't know if there's yeah. much. Well, I'm we, not sure. We, did we talk about uh, Bordas and his uh, uh, his upper lip? We did not talk about the mustache. Well, I mean, I think we did mention it, but not deeply. Yeah. So that in the very beginning, that's that's actually how this all this this whole episode starts off is Bordis goes in to see Claire and I would like a mustache. Right? Well apparently <laughs> apparently this episode uh started with a golf scene with Bordis and his husband. Uh what's his name? Um well I can't but yeah. uh that that got cut, and I was reading a little trivia about that. that I guess they were really upset about having to cut this scene where they were golfing together, um, huh. and and uh, and it it made me think about what you said uh, last time we we talked about the Orville about it's it's going to go to uh, is it Hulu? I don't know where's it going after you said season three is is it Hulu? Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. So they won't be tied to the. The length, because it sounds like they had to cut it because of trying I to fit they it. Will, yeah, I heard they will be longer. The, that so that'll be nice that they won't be, uh, you know, having to make those those decisions to cut scenes that are that are good. So the other the other throwback to another uh, the tie in from the Boris mustaches to the uh, Will Riker beard is uh, is the the homage right so. That was that was kind of the, the thing they talked about is like so this is kind of a throw to that and I was like that's kind of cool I thought it was funny I mean well they have the one line I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick because Malloy had a great <laughs> line about it like uh, something about the village people or something like that um, I loved it when they were on the on the bridge and everyone was like what what's going on with you yeah. and Malloy looks over and is like yeah you went for it <laughs> also like. <laughs> As we are without uh, Malloy at one point, is we are without a doubt the weirdest ship in the fleet. <laughs> yes, I thought that was funny too. Uh, that was good. Oh, the other the other funny one that cracked me up and I thought it was good is like, uh, well, let's flip the tables here, and Isaac just fucking flips the table really quick. She's like, oh, oh. reset table, reset, <laughs> boom, it's back. Yep, <laughs> yeah. that was kind of cool. I was like, damn, that'd be kind of nice. Um, oh, where did it go? Uh, Clyden. Uh, I got to find that Malloy comic because it was pretty funny. It was about the mustache. Um, oh, maybe people just need to watch it. Yeah. Bordis has some pretty funny ones through these last two ep- uh, couple episodes. Like uh, there was one in the last episode where, or I guess it was the fourth episode where he was, uh, Malloy was going to do the captain's thing. And Bordis is like, he will fail. <laughs> just just <laughs> right. deadpan, he will fail. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, Bordis is getting some good ones in there. His um, son was supportive yeah. of the mustache. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, Clyden right away is like, I don't like it. It, it tickles me when we kiss and all that. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, 
uh, what was the son's um like he's uh, like i like it papa so yeah yeah this is kind another, of funny. another bit of trivia this had a, a whole uh scene where they played a symphony version of Sim- singing in the rain um which and that's the actual the conductor is in the, the symphony uh, the head of the music preparation for the show so uh so they have right yeah it's nice well he does see. a lot of other stuff too well this I, I i've read a little bit about the the music in this series is 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 they do a lot of they, they conduct you know they they write their own music for this and it's it's really quite a quite a production uh to to bring the music to the series and so it's nice that they can give a stage for that and you know, I wonder if it was right. the actual symphony too that was on. Yeah, they they kind of clear out the whole shuttle bay for the symphony, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they just need the space. Can't they just go into oh. the uh, holodeck and? <laughs> well, so no, okay, so that's a, that's an interesting fact. Can the holodeck actually become bigger than it is? That's that's fair. Yeah, you're right. You, I mean, it's a large room, so they can essentially have. You... No, you can. You wouldn't be able to to do that. So you're right. Right. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a a quandrum. <laughs> a quandrum, <Right>? okay. <laughs> that, so I that, uh, I had that, that a little a, bit. Is that a cross between a, a quantum quantum physics and a quandary? <laughs> yes, it's a quandrum. Okay. Uh, so Bordis growing his mustache with parallels Data's beard. Uh, <laughs> Not Data's. Rogers. No, it says Data's beard. In Data. This, uh, oh, did Data so grow in, a beard? I, I thought you were talking about Riker. No, I thought I was too, but when I read this again, it says Data's beard in the uh, Schwartzoid, Schwartzoid oh, man. You're right. Oh my gosh, I just I just googled Data's beard and I've got some pictures. <laughs> I don't remember never, Data's beard. Never Google Data's beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. There, that there was a line. Really in, I don't know if I did it. Anyhow, um, so yeah, this was another. Like I said, this was a it was a good episode, but wasn't great. Like, uh, it's it's worth watching. Like all of them are, but I don't. Hey, this isn't one that. Yeah, I, this I wasn't probably... as as entertaining for me, but I thought it had a better resolution than episode five. Well, yeah, I mean, after you know, after talking about episode five, you're just like, did they they didn't even really finish it? But it was. Kind of, but you got to give it some extra points for just being able to to find a. A, a good third act that that seems uh interesting that right no i do i yeah. i give i they flipped it right i liked what they did with it i like the fact that they they left him as a robot he had no emotions he went through it then he grew and kind of completed now we'll see more did he really coming. grow he didn't grow that much he just kind of well so just like when data got his emotions chip he became yeah, but, less but isaac did not get emotions i i think he just defined he defined himself in a way that 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 Claire uh, translated well, he, into into the love that she was looking for, which was he, which is he good. Started, he started to make mistakes because he wasn't feeling right. Wouldn't you de- define that yeah. as yeah emotions that's, or an uh, error that's, in the program? Yeah, which in a robot would be emotions, right? <laughs> you said that like Steve Martin. Emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I love Steve Martin. <laughs> Sorry, Noah, you have to go there. Talk about emotions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but no, that's, I kind of felt it as him growing um, kind of like how data became more yeah. human. Like 
that well, that's it, to me. Yeah, it's funny because you you get into a relationship with someone and they get so enamored when you make a mistake because of them. You know, it's like, oh, you screwed yeah. up because you're <laughs> like, no, it's not that good, really. <laughs> yeah, it's not something to laugh at. Knock that off. <laughs> yeah. So, right, uh, well. so the next next three episodes are Deflectors, followed by Identity Part One and Identity Part Two, and I have a feeling that those are the ones you're excited for me to yeah. watch. And I'm almost positive because um, the next episode, I, I, I'm one ahead. Right, I watched episode seven, and the end of it is something happens, and I was like, "Oh fuck, that's right." It takes it. So yeah, the next three. So yeah. We definitely want to hit those probably okay. probably another week. Okay. Um, our next episode is going to be another uh, How We Brews It, right? Yeah. Oh, we got some brew. brewing coming up. We got we got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Friday, I'm yeah. going to do my mash. My mash. I'm going to do it with a mash ton that I built. Yeah, uh, five gallon brew. A five gallon brew, which I'm excited about. And then on Saturday, uh, we've got we've got Jeremy's. Jeremy and and Renee that are doing their five gallon. Uh, I'm not sure what they're, what they're there's an extract, I believe it's another IP. No, okay. there's another LL. Um, and then I'm bottling on Sunday, but I think we're going to do the podcast on Saturday night. Okay. So cool. Um, but yeah, so we might, we'll catch bottling up, but yeah, so we'll have another, how we bruise it coming up. Um, hopefully people are enjoying that. Um, you know, once again, on any of this stuff, please email us if you guys have any ideas or questions or comments or hey you guys are an idiot don't do it that way or hey i want to be on the show i want to talk about this yeah um, no that's that's better if you want to be on the show email us definitely because sure. that's 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 so much fun is to have more more, yeah, more people well, talking about things you know i mean we had we had uh our friend alicia right and chris mm -hmm. and hopefully someday we'll be able to be free again and go watch movies in theaters and we'll do that again well so, they're right? opening up things on saturday here uh, not uh, well, at least, they're, but they're going to open up restaurants, indoor restaurants, yeah. and well, yeah, food pairings again. So that you be cool. get your hair cut because I'm looking at that going, man, you got to get your hair I cut mine this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I cut my hair like three times a week. Um, so, uh, and then, um, what was I was gonna say? Oh, and then we had Jeremy and Renee, uh, for a couple things. Uh, I have had uh, one of my buddies, Bo, um. He was talking about he wants to be on it sometime, so he just has to come up with something to talk about. So, yeah, if you have an idea of what you would like to talk about, um, whether it be a show, a series, uh, a beer food pairing, let us know and we'll, we'll figure out how to make it work. Because that's that's one of the things we want to do is uh, make this more open to people because it's kind of fun to have the conversation with people. That's how that's how it gets exciting. Except for so. politics. Because I don't think yeah, we're going to ever, I mean, we sometimes talk politics, but it, that's usually inspired by what we're talking about. And that's yeah. okay. That's, that's, that's because, because we have our political, you know, we're a little different with our political yeah, <laughs> ideology, but, but it sometimes it comes across in what we're talking about and we can, we can get things out. And, yeah. But rather than actually coming into an episode saying, Hey, we're going to talk about. Uh, yeah. We'll never do that. Uh, yeah. It may come up from, from what we're talking about. We want to talk about entertainment. Um, whether it's movies, shows, uh, food, drink, yeah. uh, we're going to do a book. Eventually we've talked about a book. Um, we're so not going to write a book. We're just going to talk about yeah. a book. <laughs> no, I'm not going to write a book. I don't like writing. I don't want to write. Um, so no, but we, I like to read or at least I, I love listening on, on audio. Um, I'm, I'm now into another series that I, uh, I had listened to once before, 
Um, I'm starting that one up again. I fucking love it. So um, if people hit, want to do books, we're good with that too. So please email us. Uh, I did put the email up on our, our uh, uh, podcast website. And what is that one, Steve? <laughs> that is hwsi.podbean.com. And so yeah. you'll find our, our email address there. And, yeah, you know, and we also have our Facebook group too, the How We Sees It. Yeah, the Facebook has it. Uh, um, I don't. I got to figure out a way I can link it directly so it's just a, a click link. Um, it's not a click link on either one of them uh, for some reason. So I'll try and figure that out. But if not, it's the.hwsi.podcast.gmail.com. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually starting to remember it. That's pretty good. <laughs> And I mean, I maybe do, you had it written down in front of you or something, but no, no, I, I actually send myself test messages every once in a while just to make sure it still works. Cause nobody sends us some, <laughs> which either means nobody listening or nobody really wants to write. Us, we had to come I up with other things that HWSI stands for too. Like, Oh, <laughs> there you go. That's that. If anybody hears this, I want you to come up with that and start sending that. We'll, we'll start sending those out. Um, and if you do send that, we'll definitely make sure you get on somehow. We'll, we'll have you as a guest. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, some way. unless you don't want to be a guest, then we won't do that. But if you want to, we will. <laughs> this is just a challenge just to see if we ever get any kind of content. Comments back. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for tonight, Steve. All right. What do you think? I think that's good. I think that's good. Yep. All right. We're going to come up with a catchphrase for leaving out one time. Uh, I don't know what it'll be, but. That's that's what we need to figure out. You mean like a good night, everyone, but not like yeah. that, like something that's more like this yeah, is how well, we like, from this because this, this is how, is we, how we seize it. it. Yeah, no, I mean that that that's a good one, <laughs> yeah. and that's it because that's how we seize it. Okay, here we go. Good night. Good night.